This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Kevin's great. Kevin just had a second steak in a row. It's like two days in a row you had steak or? Two dinners in a row, not two meals in a row. Okay. Well, there's nothing wrong. I mean, I've had just only steak in a day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've done pizza for like two and a half meals in one day before. Because pizza it's is totally life. Fine. Pizza is very good. It's every meal. Yeah. God, yes, it is. I can't imagine what it's like in Wisconsin. You don't think we have pizza here? I mean, I'm sure. Oh, you you do the cheese thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I uh, so there was yeah. a, a frozen uh, pizza company had a brat and cheese curd frozen pizza in the grocery aisle. <laughs> like I didn't know a better. Oh. Yeah. So how about that? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm sure like our frozen pizza. Well, and not only that, but you can get like New York style and Chicago style frozen, which is not the same. I'm not saying it's the same. Um, but Chicago is only three hours from here, so. But That's I true. much prefer reasonable. Yeah, I much prefer thin crust to like real thick. Yeah. and that Chicago style stuff is like a, a pizza. It's like a pie. Yeah, it's like a quiche. Yeah, that's uh, a bit it's ridiculous. That's a bit much. What's your favorite kind of pizza? And they say it funny, pizza. Um, I, I like, I like the thin crust, but not like so thin. It's like, oh, see. You know? I like super, super crispy thin crust pizza. Yeah, I like it uh, kind of lightly baked. But you have to have... And I usually just do the standard t- kind. Mm. Sometimes vodka sauce instead of tomato sauce. What is the difference? Between vodka sauce and tomato sauce? Yeah. Vodka is that pink one, which I think is cooked actually with vodka. I don't know what the rest of it is. It's kind of creamy. Um, but it's, it's delicious. Like if you get penne vodka, that's the sauce that's in there. Hmm. I see. I see. Let's look, we're going to look this up real quick. Okay. All right. Sauce. So I do want to thank you for stepping in. Corey's not feeling well and our guest is having a toothache. So we had to push him to next. Oh, week. my pleasure. <clears throat> Corey still has no idea who it Maybe is. Maybe too so many can't. Easter sweets. That's possible. Yeah. Corey has no idea who it is. <laughs> so I can't say his name. Got it. Okay. <laughs> um, I kind of forgot it was Easter. I did make uh, cheesy potatoes and ham, and then I made my wife a mm. steak because she does not really like ham. Cheesy potatoes like a gratin. Well, <clears throat> I always knew them as scallop potatoes, but that is by definition not correct. You are the only other person who knew them as that yeah, besides so, me. Yeah, so when I was a kid, we would have scallop potatoes and ham, and it was just like pe- like sliced uh, discs of potato yeah. cooked in a cheese sauce with ham. 
um, because I did not want to possibly take off a finger. I didn't use a mandolin, so I just cubed the potatoes and then boiled them and then made a cheese mm-hmm. sauce and then baked them in that. And then um, because I ate ham and she ate steak, I just grilled the ham and steak. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then you're going to probably have diarrhea later because that's a lot of butter. Yeah, it is. But is that what's doing it to me? It might be. Um, <laughs> I don't get, I, like, I don't eat a lot of butter or milk. So if I ingest that, like, normally when I make the cheese sauce, there's butter and, um, like, 2% milk or whole milk. Yeah. Then I just turn my insides into a luge. <laughs> so um, because I didn't have milk and in the whole spirit of staying home, I used chicken mm-hmm. broth instead and, and it was it was fine. Thick and milk. Oh, it's very clever. Yeah, the internet kind of suggested that. Someone mm. said water, but eh, I feel like you're going to lose a lot of flavor then. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so what are you uh, pouring down your gullet? Um, actually, uh, a couple of times ago when I was on here, I had this. It's the Blade Runner Johnny Walker oh, okay. yep. scotch. It's, ah. it's really good. I haven't had it in a while. I've been mostly bourbon lately, but uh, – the bottle levels just keep going down. So I was yep. like, let me open up something else. And then uh, it just went great with my steak. <laughs> is it just <laughs> one of the existing Johnny Walkers relabeled? Or is it a new blend? It's a new blend, oh, so wow. they say. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think I have, after this bottle, I have either two or three more. And that makes me nervous. Because it's probably never going to be made again. I don't see why they would. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure, unless they make another Blade Runner. There you go. I don't know. But would it be the same blend? Well, and that's what I'm wondering, is if if it's just like Johnny Walker Blue that they put, or Black, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I read about it, and people are like, oh, it's probably just, like, people who hadn't, tried it we're like oh it's probably just the double black um and then people who drank it are like no it's not that double black i think is a seasonal uh blend that they do but i'm not really sure but i hear it's like okay yeah i feel like i've seen a bottle of double black i'm not like i like johnny walker but i don't like it enough i guess yeah i was gifted a uh, bottle of the blue and it's really really nice um i don't know that it's 300 dollars. nice is blue the most expensive one i think so unless green is more oh i didn't even know there was a green yeah green red black double black wow Mm-hmm. what i heard is real bad oh you know what the game of thrones <laughs> white walker yeah and the other one I understand we're just double black, re uh, reskinned. Oh, did you have those? No, nah, I heard they weren't that great. Oh, I knew my brother had a set and was trying to get me to flip them at secondary cost, and I'm like, I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know enough about um, scotch and bourbon to really know what it's worth to even bother. So that's where that stopped. They're like two liquor stores equidistant from me. Um, one of them sells the Blade Runner for two fifty. The other one sells it for a hundred. And um, Blanton's, it's the same thing. One of them, it's ninety nine dollars, and the other one, it's two hundred and fifty. And these are like 
three blocks from each other, which is uh, for you. That's um, we have blocks one. here. Oh, you do? Yeah. Uh, do do twenty blocks make a mile? Because that's what the ratio is in New York. I believe so. I mean, we have like a standard city block. That's fair. I don't know. A, better... a street block is one twentieth of a mile, and an avenue block is one fifth. Oh, that's so. If you're in Manhattan, the avenues are really long. Huh. Oh, I guess so. You have one fifth of a mile before you have a cross street. Yeah. Hmm. Today I learned something. Yes, you did. Um. Wow. Now yeah. you can find your way around Manhattan. I feel like if I'm going to be there, I'm probably going to be with someone else who knows yeah. what they're doing. So I'll just leave that to them. <laughs> or um, cell phones and maps and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty hard to get lost in North America these days. Which is just amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, look at the road system we have. You can get from your driveway to anywhere else in the country outside of uh, Hawaii. Yeah, isn't that weird? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of creepy, but <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Like, I remember way back when, and I feel like I may have said, told this story once or twice before, but when I first started traveling in a band, <clears throat> we would have, like, a binder full of directions to the next show. Mm-hmm. And um, the first, like, super, I think we went out for, like, a week, and it was the first show we lost the binder. <laughs> and it's like, um, now what? So it was a lot of like learning how to use maps and stuff. Um, yeah. Which is fine. Like it really wasn't the end of the world. And we had cell phones, so it wasn't uh, the biggest deal. But I mean, this was right, right. 2004, 2005. Oh, so that's when like a Magellan was 1200 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, GPS yeah. was incredibly expensive, so we were like printing yeah. MapQuest directions off, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you go though, so you can't change the order of the stops. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I mean, luckily, like I think the th- second or third night we were at someone's house and we just reprinted a bunch of them off. But yeah, still, it was like we were in Madison, and then we went to Cleveland, Ohio, which made no goddamn sense, and then like Kentucky and St. Louis or something silly. So it was yeah, like, eh, whatever. If you know like what direction the next city is in, you can pretty much find it. Yeah. Getting to the city wasn't hard. It was getting to the venue. But by the time you oh, get to the that, city, yeah. you could at least probably stop and ask someone like where I'm headed or, or figure <laughs> something out. Um, but with cell phones, you could call and ask someone for help, which I've heard stories right. from uh, – Guys who like toured before cell phones were readily available, and like trying to find a payphone if you had to call someone uh, <laughs> with uh, quarters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of glad that I, I was I was out after that. But yeah, I'm really happy about when I grew up because like I guess I had internet in my house at the end of seventh grade, but I still had to like go to the library and do research papers. In high school on the internet, uh, before the internet. Yep. But I got to appreciate college life with the internet. And I also learned to drive without GPS. Yeah. But I have, I appreciate it now because I, like, remember, I, I used to get lost all the fucking time. Really? I used to oh, be yeah. really good. And now, like, I will use GPS even if I'm going to work. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's different now. It's not even just about 
how do you get there? It's how long is it going to take you? Yes. And it's, and I mean, it is creepy how they're down to the minute. Uh, you know, so it's weird. So I don't know what you use for GPS, probably your phone, like an adult. Waze. Yep. Okay. So I use Apple Maps because it's better and I have CarPlay, which I could use Waze too. Either way. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine got like a newer Ford Explorer that has built-in GPS, which is like two years outdated. And in those two years, like Milwaukee, there's an interchange that we drive through on the way to practice is always, it's been redone, et cetera. Yeah. And it's always like 15 minutes fast. And we every time he goes, I don't know why it's saying it's only going to take us this long to get there. And I'm like, Ken, we're going to shave so much fucking time off. Just start fucking driving. So shit like that bothers me. But um, <clears throat> it's also kind of proving like, you mentioned like Magellan's used to be really expensive. It was like it was, it was yep. ideal to get a car with GPS in it, so you didn't also have to buy a Magellan. But then they still hit you one hundred and fifty dollars every year for maps, and it's just outdated. And it's like, well, I now have it in my my hand. Uh, my mom was like, well, I want I want yep. to update my GPS in my car, but it's this much. And I'm like, your phone is GPS. Yeah, just. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. and uh, <sighs> I love the ones where it didn't factor in traffic yet. Yeah, because it would. Be like, oh, you need to get from Brooklyn to New Jersey. Oh, there's this this major, major street called Canal. It's like six lanes wide. You should take that. That must be the quickest way. But if you've ever been on Canal Street, it is slow as fuck because it's constant gridlock. Oh. But to to like a map that doesn't know the volume on there, it's like, oh, Manhattan Bridge to the Holland Tunnel? You'd be there in three minutes. And that was... But it's, like literally an hour. Yeah, so that's my favorite thing about Waze is that it does it always does factor in um, <clears throat> traffic. So the last time, I think it was the last time I went to Chicago, uh, my wife and I went there for this true crime thing for her birthday. And Ooh. we took um, uh, an Uber from a friend of mine's house 15 miles out of downtown. And it took us yeah. 55 minutes to get there on like Friday afternoon and – Coming home Sunday morning, it took 20. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, that is why I fucking hate Chicago. I don't like big cities. Like, that is frustrating to me because it's like, if it's supposed to take 20 minutes, I want it to take 20 minutes. I don't want to have to factor in, like, who might have decided to drive into oncoming traffic today. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, but it's the same with the subway, too. It's like, you got to add plus or minus 12 minutes to every <sighs> line that you transfer to. Because either you get to the bottom of the stairs as the train's pulling in, and then when you transfer, it's right across the platform, or you just missed it both times. Yeah, I couldn't handle that. No, that's why you get to job interviews like 90 minutes early. I think I think I would be really good out there because I'm constantly early. Yeah. Like there are times now I'm, I'm sure I'd mentioned to you and everyone listening, I drive like two hours and 20 minutes for band practice. Mm-hmm. And there are times where I will just drive around because I'm so early that I'm like too early. I feel bad about how early I am. And our singer is always like, I just blows my mind how you're always on time. And I'm like, I fucking got a car wash because I needed to kill 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> I think I think I can handle Manhattan, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't and that's to. a great way to just find some delicious coffee is when you're 40 minutes early for something. <laughs> right. If you're like in a city, uh, this is uh, yeah. Burlington, so it's a little different, but uh, I need to be more like <clears throat> when I've traveled for work on my own, um, I've been able to do that and that's really beneficial. It's super nice. It's like you find stuff you wouldn't normally find um, because you yeah. have no choice other than to find them. Does that make sense? 
Absolutely. Yeah. But, but it, it's like, <laughs> I mean, I, like I see you and Jack posting about like walking around and like, oh, I found this and all this cool shit. And it's like, even if I went and walked downtown Appleton, like it's still only one street. And Milwaukee, I've been to so much, like I know where things are. Right. So you just can't stumble on something new. Yeah, when you've got a grid and you have like basically how you get from point A to point B in New York is you cross whatever street has the light. Oh, yeah, yeah. So every day it's a completely different walk just depending on like within 10 seconds of when you left. So every once in a while you just end up down this street you've somehow never been on. And you see some kind of new graffiti wall. Like, oh, that's kind of cool. Where you see a bar that just opened. Well, yeah. And and if you, even if you didn't notice, like, there's a chance that it's new from the last time you were there, too. Oh, yeah. I feel like. Stuff's just opening and closing all the time. Yeah. Well, you have, like, pop-up restaurants and stuff. Real hippy-dippy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which, I don't know. I mean, you go, you go out to eat a lot. You're kind of a uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Like you're kind of a hipster, but it's the but you're same not. eight places. Oh, so there's nothing wrong with that. I've literally eaten nah. at one restaurant since the whole shutdown. And I just keep going back. Yeah, they're just very, very nice to me. Yeah, I'm not a foodie. I just it's like oh, I like, I like that food. bar's wings better than that bar's burger, and I feel yeah. like wings tonight. Yes, I um, uh, I, there's a Thai restaurant that I literally will anyone that will listen to me talk about it or go i will talk about it it was by our old house and i started going enough that the bar manager and i kind of became friends so now it's to a point where a their food is fucking stupid phenomenal um and with everything that's happening and it's like that i want to make sure that i'm supporting them given the um unravelings of my past week i went there a couple days late out of my normal day and he gave me double my food and like was not wouldn't let me pay for it which kind of upset me because i'm like let me fucking pay you i said i'm like you're you're the one here but um so it's stuff like that that really makes me want to keep going back because they care about their 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 patrons and friends and all that stuff so plus they have this pork belly stew which is stupid good um yeah it's just like a, a lao broth with uh, I tried making it at home once and it wasn't the same and then they they uh, simmer pork belly in it and then hard boiled eggs and you just put it over rice. Oh, that sounds good, dude! It's so good, but it's horrendous for you because it's just fat. <laughs> it's fat and <laughs> eggs and rice. Oh. oh man, I don't pay attention to any of that stuff. I probably should. Well, the- <laughs> you can't see my gut right now, but uh, it's definitely bigger than <laughs> thirty days ago. The last time I like walked and that's the thing like i feel like now i don't want to say you have like a reason to be Mm -hmm. but it's it's more difficult than ever and like even if you do attempt like we we bought some uh home exercise equipment and (laughs) i I, I cropped it out of the video but there is a exercise bike behind there's an exercise bike right on my left but like stuff isn't being delivered it can't be delivered because everyone's so back ordered so we purchased like these trx bands and uh it was supposed to be one week and then 10 days later they email us and they're like well we don't know when we're gonna have this again but in three weeks we'll e- we'll we'll send you the new one that we have coming i'm like fine i see what you're doing but still like yeah. at the end of april hopefully there's the light at the end of the tunnel and i don't really need this anymore but i'll still use it and my wife wanted it so ordering on amazon has been like christmas lately because like 
How is it for you? It's it's not the two days anymore. No, no um, here, here neither. Quickest I've gotten something, I would say, is like six days. But there's other stuff where it's going to be like three and a half weeks. So I order stuff as I need it, forget about it, oh. and then like <laughs> I wake up and it's like, your package will be delivered today. And I'm like, I don't right, remember ordering that. Yeah, we... Um... But I did. We've ordered some stuff that we needed that I couldn't get in a store, and I'm yeah. like, well, it's four or five days, whatever. That's not a big deal. And then we order stuff that we don't really need, and like, yeah, we could totally wait for it, and it shows up like two days later. <laughs> Can we just be a little more? <laughs> like, I don't really need this extra section of fence for my dog. That could have yeah, waited. I got like cable ties <laughs> that I don't need for weeks. Yeah. Although, so one thing that we we had to order was spot shot. What's spot shot? So when a dog pees on the carpet, you spot shot it so that it pulls the scent oh, out. So, it's like an enzyme thing? Yeah. Um, also yeah. works for stains and stuff. Well, the one that peed on the carpet is no longer with us. Oh, dear. So it's just kind of like I had like put it away this oh, morning. Oh, bugger. I know. And I was like this yesterday, Alyssa's like no one's peed on the floor in like since oh. Wednesday. And I'm like, I mean, I mean, I would give anything to clean up that dog's piss right now, though. And I'm like, I don't even care. Oh, you open that box and it's like, oh, right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, eh, I mean, it, it it is what it is, but. Are you cremating? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have him tattooed on my leg and my tattoo artist mm-hmm. is going to add the ashes with some fresh ink to it. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah. So that's some Stir them in and. Yep. Uh... yep. Yeah. And people are like, oh, can you do that? Ashes are carbon. Black ink is just black carbon and glycerin so it's just it's more of that so it's not unhealthy yeah so another thing that i'm really excited and you will be getting one of these um we so we talked about um putting his collar in a shadow box Mm -hmm. and then i was like well i really want it to be like kind of funny because as much as this dog was so much my life like i i need it to be funny because i I don't want it to be sad every time i look at him so i was like i want sports stats so I want his, his collar in a shadow box, and then I want like a gold plaque, and it'll be like career licks, one million, toilet pee oh on five. And then I was like, I like was drinking, and I'm like, dude, I have a better idea. A really good friend of mine is very, very good at Photoshop. I asked him to make like a sports card. Yes. So the front will be his picture, and then it'll say like Officer Booger Sugarstein, because I always call him my Booger Sugar. Um, which is cocaine if, not, if people aren't aware, which <laughs> oh. is e- even better. On his last day, I was like, Booger, you want to do some cocaine? He uh, just kind of looked at me. But um, And then on the back, we, we had some stats, and it was like the, the, the toilets peed on, the career licks, the uh, intruder deterrence that. rating is 100%. Um, and then every morning when he woke up, he would yawn and it sounded like this pterodactyl scream. So it was like average pterodactyl <laughs> scream time. It was two seconds. So I'm really excited about that. Um, just because it's a way that I can, it, yeah. di- it's different. And I mean, you've been through it, so I, you feel like you completely understand. Yeah. The, and- um, the shadow box thing. When I started to worry about Peter, I bought one of these Yeah, and, uh, did the paw print thing. And I was so glad I did cause it was not long. And uh, I'm sure you've seen where I keep his ashes. Yes. In a box with him on top of it. This uh, this was like 200 bucks. Uh, um, is it wood? The uh, Oh, the box itself was like $11. No, the, 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 the uh, statue of Peter. No, it's whatever 3D filament. Oh, 
Um, I sent a bunch of photos to a woman on Etsy and uh, she 3D modeled him and then printed them and sent them to me. I had uh, Um, our first two rabbits like carved out of wood for Alyssa for our fifth anniversary because that's wood. Um, Excuse me. Yeah, that it was. (laughs) Yeah, two kinds of wood. Um, So I like that idea because we were trying to think of some box or something to get for him to put him in. Um, But the whole like paw thing... But unfortunately, like we we didn't have any idea. I mean, it was twenty four hours from the time he started right. to get bad until the time that we put him down. But I really wish we would have got his nose print. But it's like I have pictures of him uh, with the nose yeah. print. Um, but that person's now pricing is like over three hundred dollars for using photos only and not a mold. Um, but the vet did take his paw prints. Like <laughs> they did it without like just because. My, yeah, they do it for everybody. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, we'll see. But like, I don't wear jewelry. Um, I don't like the thought of like, well, I wish I had this. I could do this. I could do that. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, it's like, I still have him tattooed on me. And like, that's more me than a necklace or something. So I don't know. It, it's this whole like woulda, shoulda, coulda. And this horror movie podcast is now just me talking about my dog, um, <laughs> which is really therapeutic. So thank you. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, awesome. it's it's so much better to do the thing that's special between you yeah. and the pet. I agree. Um, I completely agree. Um, yeah. And the and like the weird thing that came out of this is uh, we named it Castle Castle Wolfenstein. <laughs> uh, someone came up with the name for me, but it was I couldn't look at the bed that he was basically miserable in. So I'm like, we got to yeah. move this. And then Thursday morning, I was like, hey. I will. Um, I'm gonna build this big ass thing with this ramp, and uh, I can. I, I mean, I see Erica is now here, and she's making fun of the fact that I wore a flannel shirt because I tried to look nice today. <laughs> I have. I don't have. I have shorts on. I don't even have real pants on. But from like here up, I look pretty good. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna pour myself a Guinness. Oh yeah, by all means. Um, I got to make sure I don't accidentally send you the picture where my wife climbed underneath the thing and was laying down with the dog. You need to make sure you don't send me that? Yeah. You know what that means? I'm just also going to send that to you. Nope. I accidentally sent... <laughs> I took a lot of the dogs on this thing today. So Uh-oh. you have to sift through a few. Business on top lounge. Yeah. I was also sending Erica pictures all day. So she understands that the, the top is business and then the oh. bottom is the lounge. Um, well, it started like sleeting <laughs> here because we're supposed to get a bunch of snow. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, I told yeah. Alyssa, I was like trying Jesus. to get Wicket to climb on top of so Castle Wolfenstein. And he instead just went into the dungeon because it's <laughs> away from the sound. But... Oh. Yeah, I'm super happy with how the thing turned out, especially when I, I have like next to no carpentry skills. Yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah, me too. The and then, uh, spindles are well, hilarious. Those are uh, Home Depot had those. They're just called gallery railing. Um, it's just a, the whole the whole idea. We're trying to stop them from jumping off of high places. So that is there oh, to stop them yeah. from jumping because that's like that thing is like 21 inches tall total, and since how'd you measure? <clears throat> with a tape measure <laughs> <laughs> my, my my dick six and a half times um 
but yeah, the whole so the whole reason that we were in this position is because Booger jumped off a chair and dislocated his spine. So we we're trying to stop our dogs from doing that because I don't want to go through this again in yeah. that manner. Um, so that's why we have the two by four with the, the the gallery railing on top, and then just to make it look a little nicer. Plus, if, we're gonna, if it's going to be a castle, I kind of wish I would have had like a turret, but oh. like something. <laughs> Some notches to uh, fire. Some yeah, 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 <laughs> Just yeah. Just archers on top and shit. Yeah. <sighs> oh, now you're on to get. Did oh, you... this is awful. Oh. Do you need a minute to go I, get something else? I haven't had a Guinness in over a month, so I've been just fucking craving it. But it's not something you can pour at home, and oh. the bottle oh, doesn't no... even have the widget in it. I think they got rid of it because now um, nitro well nitro beers are more readily available <clears throat> because uh, you, I mean obviously you're you're a Guinness man so you understood that it was a nitrogen pill because it was not yeah. carbonated with carbon dioxide um, but now you can get like breweries will carbonate with nitrogen instead of carbon dioxide so I think they did away with the pill because it's not needed. But that's yeah. half the fun. It's just like, oh, it's in there. Yeah. Oh, that means it's good. Yeah. Um, they still like how much is that saving them per year? And and that's the thing. Like I don't even know, but there's something going to change. Are they still in the can? I don't even know if you have cans of Guinness around. Um, I looked for cans, didn't find them, but uh, the one in the can is kind of just a ball. I think. I think so. Yeah. So and uh, the bottle one <laughs> has a shaft it's to it. Phallic shaped. Yeah. I could have lied about everything. I don't even know. Well, that's kind of the point of podcasting. <laughs> as long <laughs> as you sound confident, um, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, earlier today we did, there's um, some guys out in, I believe, Ireland that 7 p.m. their time, so 1 p.m. my time, 2 p.m. your time, mm-hmm. on Twitch do a pub quiz. Like that's that Their, their job was doing bar pub quizzes. So with huh. the shutdown, they started doing it on Twitch, and and every once in a while we'll do them. So we did one with some friends today over FaceTime, and uh, I answered something, and they were like, "Are you sure?" And I said, "No," but I was confident, and you guys believed me. So that's half the battle. <laughs> uh, turns out I was right. There are seven books in the Chronicles of Narnia series, not ten, like my wife does uh, talk to everyone into. Ten sounds like a lot. I agree, but I also thought seven was too many because aren't there like four movies yeah but they flopped so they just gave up is that there might only be two or three movies Mm. i'm not a narnia guy but um the only i feel like two movies yeah the only reason i saw blind witch in the wardrobe was because i watched the original in middle school okay Um, another one you're talking about yeah that that's the first one like the one yep yeah and then they did didn't they do chris crap Prince Caspian? I believe so. And is a boat one the third one? And I don't think they ever made it to that movie. Um, the third book is The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, uh, then The Silver Chair, The Horse and His Boy, The Magician's Nephew, and then The Last Battle. Hmm. I didn't realize that... Was they... that from memory? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Although I appreciate your thought that I actually know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be that cool because it's fucking Narnia. Wow. Um, I'm interested in trying this trivia thing next week. Oh, Two no, it's, it's every day. 
No, no, no. It's every day. It's every day? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I, I work during the day. And so. that's the thing. So so there was the first time I did it was like, I should have been working, but I just did it instead. Yeah. So, but it's... it's so Sunday is at two my time. Or Saturday. Uh, is uh, uh, Fordham University has Kjol oh, oh, Nagel, which is Irish music. And um, at two o'clock, they patch someone in from Dublin who does the news oh. and... I mean, the last like six weeks, it's just been the same shit over and over. Yeah. Just like all of our news cycles, but it's usually just stories of morbid murders, but it's said with such an unironic, like lilt and it's just like, oh yes, eight infant babies, eight infant bodies were found behind a church dumpster. Police are deciding to look into it. What the fuck? <laughs> like... And they're talking about like gangland murders and it's just so straightforward and matter of fact and it's my favorite 15 minutes of the week cheers matt ah you too um wait a minute great empty glass now it's bad luck nope hey don't worry it's still full perfect yeah just hold that thought just do this quick (sighs) look at your camera so we're making eye contact i will just let me let me get the pour down first this is so much head on this thing. Just, we're not done. We're not drinking yet. I'm not oh. gonna chug a bunch oh. of foam. This is quality podcasting. Oh, let it <laughs> yeah, but while I'm waiting for my 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 beer head to go down, uh, we're gonna talk about the strangers eventually. All right. Um, you're talking about the 2008 film directed by. Yes. I wanted to say Brian Boitano, but that's not his name. What would Brian Boitano do? I had to pick an eyelash out of uh, my beer for anyone watching that was wondering why I just dumped my <laughs> finger in it. It's mine. It's fine. I showered today. Um, uh, Did you shampoo your lashes? I washed my face and I shampooed my hair. That so counts. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, do you use shampoo on your beard? No. 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 I used to, but I have kind of an oily face. So, I don't really need to. What's the point? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't keep my, like, this is probably the longest my beard is. So I'll probably trim it soon. But my wife and I were trying to decide if I she's going to cut my hair or I'm just going to have a man bun before this is over. Yeah. I'm getting a little, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and I, today I extra didn't care about my hair because I was like, ah, it's Sunday. I don't have any video meetings. <laughs> you didn't expect anything. me to randomly be like, hey, can you do a podcast in two hours? <laughs> It's fine. People come back and they still look at me, and you're much better to look at. <laughs> Erica, I follow your skin routine. Sorry, Erica had to help me with my face washing because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a dumb guy. <laughs> and my wife has very, very fine, soft skin and never has like issues, so I don't know what I'm doing. What is Erica's routine? Does it involve like a piece of pumice? It's a 37-hour skin soak. <laughs> No, it's uh, it, she just told me what face like uh, face soap to get, and then there's a okay. toner, and then there's a uh, moisturize uh, lotion hmm. twice a day, and then to exfoliate once a week. What do you use to exfoliate a soap with a lot of sand in it? It's just like a black black mask that you love that movie. Black mask. <laughs> yeah, there. I used to hide from my wife that I was doing this, and then she came home early one day, and I was <laughs> oh, just like, no. I'm exfoliating. Uh, I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, the whole point is that I'm like doing it to look better for her. Like I, I, I'm not trying to impress my friends or any other females. I'm trying to look better for my wife. Oh, that delights me. That's why I put this nice shirt on today to drink on my couch with some friends and wore shorts. You do look great. Thanks, you man. look like you're from the Wisconsin music scene. <laughs> so in I um, 1995. Right, which I'm not like up to date at all. But um, I was very apprehensive to wear flannel because I'm like, hey, I'm just gonna look like Al Borland. Um, and then I recently was like, fuck it. Like someone talked me into getting like black, um, black jeans. Cause I generally don't really like wearing jeans and I have one pair for work. So you talked me into, you talked me into getting black, um, straight leg jeans instead of like loose, loose ones. Yeah. And I was surprised with how much I liked them and how I felt I looked better. So I was like, fuck this. I'll get some flannel. Um, this color flannel, uh, if you're not watching, it's like blue and black with red stripes. But it reminds me of my, what my grandpa used to wear when I was a kid. Um, oh. So like, yeah, I'm like, eh, if, if nothing else, like it reminds me of him and, and that shit. But uh, friend of the show, Matt Vincent and his company, Hate, recently released uh, the buffalo plaid color and then uh, black and white one. With like their their pistol emblem on the sli- on the sleeve, and then their little thing here. So, <laughs> feel free if you're interested in flannel and that to do that. Okay, you ready? Hmm. Fuck. I mean, you got more uh, left. It's not like you emptied your glass. No, I'm ready. All right. Cheers, bud. Cheers. I heard my wife yelling at a dog. I don't hear it. Yeah, the skin is oh, fucking sucks. Well, the the weird thing is, um, back to my dog, I, I walked out of the bathroom right before I came in here to do this, and uh, no one came out barking at me. Ugh. And like when I walk out of this room, like no dog is going to make everyone lose their mind. So it's both yeah. it's both good and bad. Like it's it's weird and quiet. And like when we used to when we would play PUBG all the time, when she would go to bed, mm-hmm. Booger would just lay on next to my leg, and it's like I can't. I haven't been able to play video games at night because of that. And it's yeah. Excuse me. It was. It's getting there, but it's just. It's different. It's a change. I mean, as you well know, it's things like that will keep coming back. Yeah. Like when you go pick up the ashes, it's going to hit you all over again. I'm just warning you. And I didn't even think about that. I'm sure. I'm, I'm like. I know my wife yeah. generally will be the one that does stuff because it's the same vet that they use yeah. for the rabbit rescue. But <clears throat> I mean, there's not a day that doesn't go by that I don't think about standing in a parking lot with you know the back of our car open and my dog there and there yeah uh, she did lie to me about the whole euthanasia process <laughs> she's like it's a two-step process um she's like you'll you'll see him what's up Pete? um she's like you'll see him go to sleep and then they'll take him in and then that's when they'll stop the heart and i was like i can live with that oh <laughs> okay like, i can live with that and i think she did it knowing that if i knew that i was gonna watch my dog die i wouldn't have been able to do it okay. so um she told me like two days later and then i was just like why the f-? i'm like you fucking lied to me but i was like i'm so glad you did because if i wouldn't have been there yeah i would have been more upset with myself yeah so it's kind of a two-stage yeah. thing it's just I've, I've started to feel weird because me thinking he was asleep and i was like still hugging him and petting him and like his eyes were open so i closed them 
and like his tongue was sticking out, which was adorable. And I'm like, I kind of want to take a picture, but that's weird because he know he normally never did that. Right. At the time, I was like, this, he's just asleep. It's not weird. And then when I think back on it, I was like, oh, he's dead. That would have been real weird. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry, I got to break break the uh, seriousness here. Beat says that the stream seems to have issues. Matt doesn't look drunk. <laughs> um, I'm not drunk. Uh, keep watching. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the, I mean, I didn't bring a bunch of beer in here, mostly because I was drinking Old Fashions all day. Um, mm. Going back to, because you, you did mention your love of Buffalo Trace when I sent you a picture of the Old Fashioned yeah. Fixins. Yeah. How much is a bottle of Buffalo Trace by you? Uh, probably 35 bucks. I got that for twenty-one dollars. Nice. Yeah, it was on sale, and I normally Beautiful. like I'm not like a big whiskey guy. Um, yeah. Someone I work with, and it was at the Meyer next to my office, so I would just go there and grab something. I'm like, holy shit, it's twenty-one dollars. I'll buy a bottle. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah. It stemmed from a friend of mine making uh, old fashions with Eagle Rare. Oh, I know. Eagle like, Rare is also a buff- yeah. Eagle Rare, Buffalo Trace, and um, Blanton's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I was like, uh, Eagle okay, Rare yeah. seems a bit pricey to be making yeah. a mixed drink with, but he's um, he's in a different tax bracket than us, so okay. it's a little different for him. Are you familiar with the Blanton's uh, Stoppers? Um, maybe. I guess it depends on what you're referring a to. Little, it's the horse, there's right? A, um, yeah, there's a little horsey, <laughs> and in front of the back leg is a letter. One of the letters from the word... Blanton's. That's the O. If you can, if the uh, bandwidth is good enough. To oh see yeah, the yeah. O. Okay, okay. Um, so you may say, but Kevin, there are two N's in Blanton's, uh, but there's one that represents the apostrophe. So my brother-in-law got me that barrel stave with oh. uh, with holes drilled into it. So when you finish a bottle, you pop the uh, horsey in there, and it'll spell out Blanton's. Oh. Okay, so every okay. Yeah. I thought I, I was okay. I didn't realize that every bottle was a different letter. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So sense. when you're at the store before you commit to buying it, you want to be like, oh. So I what? Hope you, that's what, not another S or whatever. What? Uh, what letters do you have? I have both N's and an O. Okay. I think. Um, Ashley, I just I didn't want to forget that I got to ask yeah. someone that I know has Blanton's what letters he has. But uh, Ashley, have you ever had uh, Screwball whiskey? Uh, is that the peanut butter one? Yeah. Um, so, no. Uh, last time I visited my girlfriend on um, it was uh, Valentine's Day weekend in L.A. She had heard about Screwball Whiskey. She looked up where it was, and there was a place like two blocks from her apartment. Yeah. So it was like, well, now we know where we're having dinner that night. And we get there, and they had no idea what the fuck we were talking about. Um, but it was like, well, we're, we've already like committed to dinner, so we'll eat here. It was fantastic. The portions were like this big of everything and came to like $96. Um I flew back the next day. I had like a 9 p.m. flight, but I got, you know, I'm a lunatic. So I got there at like 530 in the afternoon and sit down at the airport bar. And there was it wasn't screwball, but it was another peanut butter whiskey. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, here's a nice bit of kismet. I have to try that. And um, so I, <laughs> I said, uh, I'll take one of those on the rocks. And like the other two bartenders, we both kind of like 
<laughs> like, oh boy, we got another one. A fun prank. <laughs> so, like, she tries to screw it off, but, like, the sugar has all, like, crusted it and everything. And um, she poured one for me. Now, are, are you about to say Erica works for Screwball or something? Because I'm going oh, no, 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 to completely yeah. shit talk peanut butter um, whiskey. No, no, no. It's Ashley. I think she just really likes Oh, I'm sorry. Ashley. Erica can fuck herself. So, continue. <laughs> um, it was bad. Um, I'm not a big And of course it was at the airport, so it was like 15 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big peanut butter fan, but I've had it. Actually, when we mm-hmm. did the, the episode with uh, Hornswoggle, he dumped a bunch of pe- uh, screwball on my computer. Oh, Jesus so Christ. So it smelled like peanut butter whiskey for a while. Um, right. And there's sugar in it, which computers don't like. Well, it was my work computer, so... Whoopsie doodle. <laughs> Freak. <laughs> uh, um... Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck, sorry, I'm trying to. This is why I show up here. Oh, how I've missed this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, so I went to someone's wedding and then someone pulled out a bottle of screwball and they were all pumped on what it is. And I'm like, I just, I, I like whiskey because I like whiskey. Uh, it's kind of yeah. the same thing. Like yeah. I like beer because of how beer tastes. And then sometimes you can throw shit into it and it makes it taste a little better. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know, but it's the same thing with like UV vodka and like how they had 87 different flavors and it was party juice for woo girls. And I think <laughs> screwball whiskey, no offense, Ashley, is it's just whiskey for woo girls. Kind of like fireball. Yes. I won. Where, at a, I, and I like fireball, baby. I, I, I've never had it, but I have some downstairs. There was a work Christmas thing where it was like the saran wrap game. You ever played it? Yep. Yeah, okay. so I, I got giant a giant ball of saran wrap. Yep, and you have to wear like oven mitts, and you can yeah, yeah. So I got a bottle of uh, Fireball from that, and I just haven't drank it yet. Nice. Uh, it's what I do when somebody insists on buying a shot. Oh, I, I yeah, don't yeah. like to shoot whiskey because I like take it, I tuck it in my cheek, and then I'm like mm-hmm. slowly trying to swallow it. I can shoot a Fireball whiskey no problem when uh, I don't want to be like rude and be like, no, nah, nah, I don't really. So and that's like uh, if someone insists, I pick what I'm what I'm taking a shot of. It's Jameson because it's yeah, that's the go-to. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> although Jameson and ginger ale or any Irish whiskey and ginger ale is hands down my favorite mixed drink. Um, I do really like old fashions, but old fashions are just a lot of sugar. The way I make them are very yeah. very sweet. Um, yeah. Instead of muddling fruit, I just put in orange candy slices. <laughs> Right? <laughs> this is something else I learned from the Eagle Rare guy. It's an orange candy slice ice. Oh. Um, I have cherries soaked in brandy, and then I put a little cherry juice, a little water, two cherries, some booze, and then Gary's yeah. Old Fashioned Mix, <laughs> which let me know if you don't know. If you've never had it, can't find it, I will send you a bottle. I didn't recognize it in the uh, photograph will, you sent me. I will send you a bottle. Um, and then that's it. Like, I don't wow. put soda or any, you know, seltzer water or anything. And it's just, oh, God, it's so goddamn good. Whiskey ginger is great. <sighs> I've gotten real, real drunk on a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, just trying to, I was trying to think <laughs> back, but every night is fuzzy. So. That's, yeah, a little thought balloon came yeah, up like, next to your head. And it's just. It was a, just like cycling through <laughs> shit. Couldn't figure it out. It was, just, it was static from a TV. <laughs> man it could be worse at least i'm not in prison i feel like we should talk about this movie since we've been at this for 45 minutes. yeah that's a great idea um 
The So The Strangers, 2008, directed by... Yeah, I guess I should. I still have The Chronicles and Arnie up. By the way, they made three movies. Oh. Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, Prince Caspian, and then The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, and The Voyage of the Dawn Treader is where it stopped. Uh, wasn't making any money, I suppose. It made $415 million worldwide. Hmm. So that's... That's uh, interesting. Yeah, that's going to be for our Lion... Or excuse me, the Chronicles of Narnia cast. I was trying to think of a clever name for it, and it didn't really come to me. This is where Eric makes fun of me. So it was directed by Brian Bertino. So Brian Boitano's not that far off from what you were going to say. Thank you. Now I feel better. Yeah. So I'm just I'm actually super surprised when I when I read that. Um, yeah, that's fucking creep, creepy. But um, this was, if you're not familiar, is a home invasion movie from 2008. Uh, straight slasher movie. My wife hated it because it was just a slasher movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Screenplay was inspired by real events, Manson family murders, and then a series of break-ins that happened near uh, Brian Boitano's neighborhood as a child. (laughs) So, I mean, there isn't really a lot that happens in this movie. These, It's very linear. Yeah, these two people. Except for where it's not. The uh, opening scene is a flash forward. Yeah, yeah. So the, but, the, the movie starts at the end, which isn't yep. breaking new ground. So you see like these kids that go into this house, and um, you can clearly tell something had happened. So then it shoots back, and it's this couple, and it, it appears that the guy is going to propose. And then it kind of flashes forward, and they're getting to this house, and they're clearly upset with each other. She's in a bathtub. It's Liv Tyler. She has a very long face, weird pointy nose, scares the shit out of me. Um, <clears throat> and he's eating ice cream for dinner, which I don't feel like is oh, the right. worst thing. Yeah, why? Are, that's like one of the big things I remember about this. Um, yeah, they're on their way back from a wedding or something. What, and I couldn't tell if they were at a wedding. Um, but he it was very, very uh, – he was going to propose is my understanding. Yeah. And it clearly didn't go right. And I, I'm kind of – either I missed it or they just didn't explain it. But I don't know what happened. And I kind of wish I would have known because it would have helped give a little more to what the two characters were going through. They, uh, they leave the wedding and then he proposes to her in the parking lot of the venue – he pulls out a ring and she says no. Oh, okay, so I must have been making. And then they have to go back to it's like his grandfather's cabin or his father's cabin that yeah. they're staying at because it's close to wherever the wedding is. Um, yeah, and they get back to the cabin and he's set up all this romantic shit, like the rose petals leading into the bedroom. But uh, she doesn't care because she's crying, and yeah. it just <laughs> keeps making her feel worse because like he had all this nice stuff planned and she just ruined it. Which I, do you think any of this was needed for the movie? Like, do you feel really? Well, I was thinking that because nothing happens for a while. And that's why you have the flash forward at the beginning, because otherwise you wouldn't know what the fuck kind of movie this is. Um, I spend a lot of quiet time with these guys where seemingly nothing happens. And I think that's kind of the point is so that when the invaders show up, like this piece is broken. So um, when I first turned the movie on, the way that that opening scene was with like the text explaining what happened and then the kids, I thought I accidentally turned on a Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. <laughs> Which isn't a bad thing because I do love those movies, but that was kind of one yeah. thing that kind of sucked a little bit. But um, <clears throat> I agree. Without that, you would probably thought you were watching some weird love movie. 
Yeah, like a, a really quiet drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a depressing, independent, uh, like, oh, poor us, we're so sad, marriage story <laughs> level. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's a lot of sadness happening, and then um, she's out of cigarettes, he offers to go get more, and then this is kind of where stuff picks up. Um, oh, I should point out the fact that the girl who knocks on the door. Yes. Looking for someone, and this is very clearly how they figured out that these people were home because later on it was like, well, why did you do this? And I was like, well, you were home, which is probably one of the most terrifying lines in all of movie history ever. Yeah, it's on the poster, I believe. Yep. Um, the, I guess over the last like 10 or 15 years, home invasions became a lot more lucrative than just breaking in while you knew somebody was out because when somebody's home, they can open the safe for you or mm-hmm tell you where everything is as you're threatening their family in front of them as opposed to just, Oh, they're home. They're not, they're out. Let's creep in the window. Uh, there's a VCR over there. I don't know where else to look. Let's what, go. what year are you robbing a house in that sells a VCR? <laughs> uh, it's my parents' house. So it's like 2016. Uh, fair enough. My dad probably has like seven or eight in the basement. <laughs> That's cause is he a pirate? No, he he uh, volunteers at St. Vincent de Paul now that he's semi-retired, mm-hmm. so he brings stuff home and like fixes it and just had shit laying around forever. Um, I love when I make a joke and then you turn it into like a really sweet I, I know. thing <laughs> that makes me feel terrible. No, 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 no. I just I think it's it, it's it's weird to me because anytime I yeah. mention something, my dad's like, well, I got it if you need it. Like he'll call me up and he goes, I had this nice record player come in. You want to get a new one? And I'm like, is I have a record player. Like, is it better? Like, two record players like get. <laughs> no, better? it's the kind where you have to actually like string the <laughs> copper wire around the screw. He's like, I know you've been putting on a couple pounds, so this one you got to ride a bike to play your records. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fucking Leon. Well, the uh, house in this is like a really old look. Yeah, it's like really rather they've got a fire going. Mm-hmm. Um, and. So it's not like the house in the purge where it's it was like just built two years ago and it's got all the barn door protocol <laughs> metal shit. Before the purge turned into just straight action movies, <laughs> yes. which they're making another one now. Yay, dude! I know we're gonna see it because we've gone to see the last bunch, but oh, I'm yeah. like, fuck! Like, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least. They're like 75 minutes. It's fine. Uh, that's true. Yeah, they're, they're not. If this one pushes two hours, we're going to have an issue. Yeah. Um, no, I really, really liked this movie. I had not seen it before. Really? Um, yeah, it was just part of that string of home invasion movies that just, it, in my mind, they're just a parallel track with torture porn, which yeah. doesn't really do anything for me. One of the things I really, really liked about this movie is there is no game to it. It's just like straight up senseless mm-hmm. violence. There's no taunting. There's no like, there's really no cat and mouse. It's just cat and cockroach, basically. It's and, and I think like, that's why I like this movie so much because there isn't an elaborate game. It is just straight like we wanted to fuck with someone and you are that person or yeah. you are those people. And like even when um, the scene where Dennis from It's Always Sunny shows up, I can't mm-hmm. think of his real name. It's Mr. Glenn Howerton. Glenn, yes, Glenn Howerton. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know his name, and I didn't care enough to look it up. But when he shows up, and it's like they let him go into the house knowing 
that he's probably going to fucking get shot because we know that that guy has a gun. And that is exactly what happens. And then you open yep. up, they open up the window and they had written killer on it. And it's like, whole. It's a total um, shining moment. There are like four different moments that are straight out of the shining, but that one is exactly Scatman Crothers showing up about to save the day and then gets the ax in the back. Um, the killer being written there, just it made me think of something that kind of bugged me. You and me, we've played uh, video games live over... Once or twice, yeah. <laughs> um, and we're on uh, walkie-talkies. We're coordinating, and we lose every single fucking time. These yeah. three invaders basically don't say a word to each other, but they've got this like ballet of mayhem mm-hmm. going on. So like they remembered to bring something that... It, it looks like... Um, Looks like if you had really thick brush and you painted nail polish when they write killer, like that took a little while. Well, and, and they wrote dry. And they clearly wrote it backwards, like red rum. Oh, because it's on the outside yeah, of the yeah. Window. They wrote it outside, so it yeah, had yeah. to be written backwards, which is yeah. It's like um, at old movie theaters in the eighties when like a new animated movie would come out, and like the one usher that knew how to draw would like paint the uh the characters on the inside of the window yep it's like oh the new uh that new film oliver and company <sighs> i'm pouring another oh that's fine i wish i should have brought a third i could ask my wife to bring me one but we made hopefully this one tastes better for you it won't no so yeah so uh dennis from it's always sunny i know his real name i just refuse to call him anything else gets shot in the face poor guy takes one to the dome his four minutes and 15 seconds in this movie are abruptly cut short um wow is that all he's in for i don't even know it it may not even have been that long but uh yeah i think his corpse is in the movie longer than him I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, he probably only had to work one day on this. And then you keep seeing his corpse. It's like, oh, he was in for three. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Um, but yeah, so, and like you said, it's like this weird ballet. And, and there really isn't a lot that happens. It's just a lot of, I don't even want to say cat and mouse. It's cat and cockroach, I believe is what you said. Yeah. Uh, cockroach implies like it's, it's it's cat and something who's very defenseless. And not able to outsmart the... Uh, well, they're very much like, I'm going to be here, so you're going to go this way. So you're just scattering away. So Cockroach does work. There you go. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, like, boxing them in. Yeah. Like, like especially with the car, where it's like, you, they think they're going to get out, and then the chick shows up. and then, Yeah, and I was like, well, if I were you, I probably would have just ran the guy over. Because I was thinking not? the same as, why don't you just floor it? Yeah, why not? What, what else do you have to lose? You're going to die or you're going to die. Or you're going to die and you're going to take one of them with one you. one little thing where I was like, mm. Yeah. So that kind of... Because I, I think at that point of desperation, you're just plowing right into the guy. I wouldn't know how I would handle it, but I would like to think that I would have probably run someone over. I was actually going to ask you that. How you how you think you'd do in a home invasion? <laughs> Did you hear that one? <laughs> Um, I don't think well. No, I I understand that in in certain moments of stress, like I get in my own head and I have a hard time like making a clear decision. Did I ever tell you the story okay. about the time a girl passed out in front of me? I don't think so. Yeah, so I was like standing in this. It was like a a protein shake bar. 
It was like a Herbalife place. <laughs> yeah. Hipster. Uh, yeah. I used to try to do that instead of eat actual food. Didn't really end well for me. I think I just put on No, that's fun. You're always hungry. It's great. Yeah. No, it's fucking terrible. I can't stand that. Um, then by the time I get home, I'm eating fries covered in cheese and uh, gravy. Yeah. Uh, whatever. But uh, she was standing next to me. I didn't know her. And all of a sudden, she just like and went down at my feet. And instead of being like, holy shit, get someone, I just like stepped back. And I just <laughs> stood there and I was like, I'm I'm useless. <laughs> in oh. in the face of adversity, I am useless. Although, to be perfectly honest, if it was my wife and, and the dogs and stuff were here and someone came in, it would probably be a different story. Um, yeah, you got that motivation. Yeah. I, I mean, I do. I am armed. So it's like I mm-hmm. have the means to stop someone. My f- initial idea would be intimidation to get them to stop instead because I don't want to shoot someone. But if it's me or my family, no, it's don't. or excuse me, yeah. if it's me and my family or them, it's going to be them. How about you? Um, uh, here in New York, we don't have the guns. Um, Do you want me to sound I, one I, with I, your bottle of Gary's Old Fashioned Mix? <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> I'm going to sure, the U.S. Postal Service isn't really checking stuff too hard right now. So no, I know someone who works there, and he's like, "You fucking right whatever, it. yeah, send drugs. No one cares." I was like, "Oh wow, that's <laughs> awesome!" Uh, like when I send you pickles. Yeah, exactly. Um, pickles means beer. Yeah. Um, the way my apartment's set up, like, there's, it's very linear. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have a fire escape, but I would just be so scared that the cats would get out. Mm-hmm. I'm on the sixth floor. Um, okay. I don't know what the fuck I would do in terms of like escaping. I, if I'm, if we're talking about like I'm in bed and somebody comes in, yeah, I'm going out the fire escape. I would probably go, well, I shouldn't give away my strategy. No, yeah. Don't do that. I would go up rather than <laughs> down. Cause um, the roof is right above me. Oh, okay. Yeah. That would be uh, I'm on the top floor and I could get back in. Oh. Through like the roof door down the stairs, and then maybe get behind the guy, and then what? I don't know. Yeah, you figure that out when you get there. Do you have Castle Law in New York that you know? Of? Uh, is that like a stand your ground type of? Yeah, basically. Like my understanding is, before they in they instilled Castle Law in Wisconsin, you had to be backed into the last corner of your house before you could defend yourself with lethal force for it to be considered legal. Yeah, I, I, I had, does I had a, castle imply like if they're at the moat, you can shoot them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're if they're um, on if they're on your property and uh, it, danger seems imminent, you can defend yourself. I mean, the definition of property is uh, and that's the there thing, is like, none, I, and I, and I think it's it's going to be very uh, it's going to be a lot of gray area, and you're going to be doing a lot of arguing your point and defend, and it's all going to come down to who makes the better case. Um. Now, I had a very crazy boss at my last job, and he once told me, he's like, if someone breaks in, he goes, call 911 and just scream, I'm in the last room of my house, please stop, why aren't you stopping, and then start shooting and get it all on recording, because then he goes, you're (laughs) fine. There's a script. Yeah, he goes, then you're fine, because how do you, if, if that isn't, if that record doesn't exist, how do you prove that you were in the last corner of your house, and you know what I mean? Okay. I'm like, now, the when fuck, the man? prosecuting attorney says, when you said that on 911, were you telling the truth? 
Yeah, and that's the thing, dude. It's like I just hope to never be in that situation. Yeah, no. I mean, you could you could spend all day pra- uh, practicing and rehearsing. Like we we watched a lot of Doomsday Preppers before the pandemic, and I'm like, <laughs> these people are coming in their jeans right now because they're like, we fucking wait, we've waited for so long for this. Um, and it's like, dude, I you know, I feel like if you spend so much time trying to prepare for something that may or may never happen, like you're just gonna make yourself crazy. I mean, here's a controversial thing I'll say about gun owners. It's like a lot of them, and I mean, like, choose your words wisely. Gun owners, yeah. Uh, a lot of them are like, oh, I can't wait to have to use this fucking thing. And and that's the thing. Um, my old boss, who was insane, was very much like, I don't want to ever have to use this, but if I do, I'm gonna make sure I know how. Yeah, and that's that's I think what the Second Amendment is for. Yes, as opposed to like. Oh, it would be so fucking satisfying if some guy came up to me and tried to intimidate me and I just turned the tables on him. Oh, I hope that gets to happen. Yeah, see, I'm I'm not that guy. Uh, the only yeah, gun no. that I bought was my 9mm because I wanted to have one in the event. Um, yeah. The one I got for uh, bird hunting and shooting trap in middle school and the other two I was inherited when my grandpa passed away. So. I, I told Alyssa, I'm like, I really want an AR-15 because they're fucking cool. And she told me no. And I'm like, okay. In <laughs> uh, PUBG terms, in video game terms, which one is that? Is that one of the, the loud? Yeah, I mean, it's considered an assault rifle. Okay. Uh, let's see. AR-15. The thing is, is they're very customizable. They're very light and they're incredibly accurate. Um, Air 15 in. I'm looking up a picture. Pub-G. Oh, it's that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was trying to see what it is. Yeah. Um. Oh, they do have an AR-15 in PUBG. At least this at one point they did. Anyways, but yeah, it's it's that one. Um, like that would be in the event of a zombie apocalypse, which may happen. Um, that would be the thing. That would be the yeah. gun I would want because that is very easy to take one shot and hit exactly what you want. And they're so light. <laughs> What's light? 15 pounds? I don't know. Well, I mean, you can get them made out of like carbon fiber or like a very lightweight steel. Like this this uh, uh, notebook of mine is virtual carbon fiber. So. It has a double sense. <laughs> but I don't think it'll actually. Uh, oh. I think it's just like a stamped leather. Seven pounds. Mm. I think seven pounds for an assault, gu- uh, assault rifle is. Uh, my favorite Will Smith movie. Seven pounds? Is that a real movie? You don't know that one? No. Yeah. Oh, Matt. Oh, it's bad. Come on. Oh, oh it's bad. I forgot about this. Yep. Oh eight, oh nine, around there. Two thousand eight. I don't. And want the poster to watch is just this. his face. Yep. I remember the poster. That's the only thing. Just I like Hancock. Yeah. Why yep. would I? Why? What's it? What is a what? It is a well. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. If I may speak about that movie instead of uh, yeah, no, strangers, I, I, the, um, this, yeah, the strangers they they all die at the end. The strangers get away. Yada yada. There's yeah yeah, yeah yeah. Um, so Will Smith. Uh, I'll start it start at the end and work my way back. He it he had killed. Uh, a van full of seven people 
in a texting and driving accident and um, including his wife. And I'm sure that van he crashed into was on its way to church or something. And uh, so he spends the next couple of years of his life um, trying to uh, recruit seven worthy organ recipients. So like a blind guy that's very patient, uh, uh, somebody with a faulty heart that needs some shit. And then once he finally finds them, he uh, kills himself with a jellyfish in the bathtub and lists those people as the people he wants his organs donated to. And it's uh, like seven pounds of flesh redeeming (laughs) itself. I am not kidding that. I know you don't believe me that this is what it's about. You know, okay. So I believe you. And I believe you because I've had to explain Tiger King to people. Yeah. You haven't watched it yet? No. I'm not gonna. Why not? Because I'm so annoyed at how easily everybody fell for the viral marketing, just like that movie Bird Box. Um, Same thing. Netflix thing that came out out of nowhere on a holiday weekend or a weekend everybody was home. Mm-hmm. And how did they start marketing it? It was just with memes. So they pay a few people to put some memes. and People are like, what the hell? That, that sounds like a funny source for a meme. And then they watch it and it's, post their own memes. And then once you get like four or five degrees out, it's like, who the hell told you about this thing? And they're like, I saw it on the internet and they can't like remember any actual marketing other than every time you turn on your, your Apple TV and it's like splash page tiger King. And that's, I remember when it came out, we watched it because it popped up and Mm. I remember seeing it and just being like, I remember hearing about this Joe exotic guy and we couldn't do anything. Oh, like in real life. Yeah. Because this was just yeah. two years ago, and when the guy's name is Joe Exotic, like that's all I remember was <laughs> you kind of know what you're getting. Yeah, so I was like, "Yeah, let's, let's just give this a watch." So, but I, I I totally understand what you're saying, and it almost sounds like you're jealous that you didn't come up with it first. I think what it is is that I'm jealous that I fell for it for fucking Bird Box, and that movie fucking stunk. Um, I don't disagree with you one bit. I didn't think Bird Box was great. I, I think nobody did, but they all like talked about it on New Year's weekend, 2019. Oh, I guess I didn't realize that that's when that came out. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I mean, the thing with, with yeah. Tiger King, and I know you don't care, but uh, it's just like so insane and it's a true story. Now where I get annoyed is the fact that now all of these people are like quote unquote famous. So, Oh yeah. I mean, it's doing that like, documentary thing when uh just like uh thin blue line when it's like oh the police decided to reopen the case because it matters now or making a murder same thing yeah well (laughs) i'm sure i've told you but when i mean i lived in sheboygan so you watched making a murder is that where making a murderer was it was in manitowoc which is like 15 minutes north I am not aware of the geography over there. Which, which makes perfect sense, but yeah. So, um, <clears throat> Brendan Dassey was... So, is that of, like a familiar case to you growing up? Yeah. Like, I remember seeing it on the news all the time, and I remember hearing people talk about it, but I never really understood the gravity of the situation. So, um, Brendan Dassey was held in Sheboygan, and I 
delivered chicken wings there a lot to the cops. It was like one of my odd jobs before I moved out. Um, so like I would be there all the time, like once or twice a week. And he, and he was away. So I was like, we're watching this. And I'm like, holy shit. Like it's all coming back. Like that was the same time. Um, a friend Jeez, of I, mine. I hope he ate wings in the interrogation room. I mean, have you seen him lately? It looks like he ate a lot of wings. <laughs> yes. Um, but like, and, and that fizzled even around here, that thing fizzled. But like, um, hmm. her brother, my understanding is he, he works for the Packers. So a friend of mine, like our singer interacts with him on occasion because our singer helps the Packers when they have shows there, like concerts. So it's like weird how it's kind of intertwined with out knowing it. That is a little weird. Yeah. Uh, and I mean like that, the, the sign for the, the uh, salvage yard is now gone. They took it down because too many people are stopping to take pictures. Yeah. But I uh, played in a band in Green Bay. Um, the one that I was telling you about before, the first one I was in. So we're talking when I was like 19. I would drive past that thing two, three times a week. Didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. And it's like, you never really think about it. Uh, yeah. Now this thing comes out and everyone loses their fucking mind. And um, a friend of mine was a parole officer in Chilton. So he knew all those people like Ken Krantz and stuff. Wow. Like when he got his, his whole like, sexual harassment thing came out and yeah so yeah so it's like it's just really weird and like you, you hear about these things and you're like oh man it's fucked up and then it comes back on like this national level and you're like wow mm-hmm. but it happens so infrequently oh, it matters here. to the world now yeah it's, it happens so infrequently here like i'm sure you living in a yeah. big city you hear all this like i see your your neighborhood app where it's like oh man stabbed with a frozen hot dog 12 times yeah, like, and you hear about it that once, and then never again. And before the apps, it's just like exactly. Maybe it would be on page fourteen of the newspaper. Yeah, there was and a, just no follow up to it. There was, um, I think it was twenty fifteen. We decided there was a shooting at a nightclub in Appleton, and it just it just was like there was a shooting at a nightclub. No big deal. Well, uh, Alyssa watches a show called See No Evil. And for whatever reason, I decided to watch the newest episode with her, and it was about that shooting. And huh. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And the worst part is, is you can totally tell nine times out of ten when someone from Wisconsin is on TV because they all sound like mushmouth idiots. And it's like the more I drink, the more I sound like a mushmouth idiot. I understand it. But like they have, you know, Brian, the, the uh, victim's mom, and it was like, so we went and we saw him in the hospital and he didn't look good, no. Well, we asked him if he wanted a soda. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, you, you make us all look so bad. Uh, another one? Yeah. I'm like, ah. Um, there was a kid, so in uh, Sheboygan where I grew up, there was a Piggly Wiggly, which is a grocery store if you're not familiar. A kid climbed inside oh, of the, the, uh, the claw machine. And it was on the news, and I went. We had a show in St. Louis, and I met someone there, and I told him, "Like, yeah, I'm from Sheboygan and stuff." And he goes, "Wait," he goes, "I thought that was a different country." He goes, "The people sound so weird there." I'm like, "Yeah, no, this they saw some real gems there." Because I mean, we're super oh, close. Claw machines, man. Yeah, man, that too. But we're like super. I'm close a fucking to savant at those. Are you really? Yeah, I was always real bad. There was one uh, when I would bowl junior league. Uh, there was one, so we would go and play it when we were done bowling, and I was always really bad at yep. it. What's your secret? Oh, I have so many stuffed animals. I mean, part of it is you have to, like, they program the claw to be weak. 
like six out of seven times. Oh, really? Okay. And they actually like change a dial on it because they'd be like, oh, this is the average cost of a prize. Mm-hmm. Make sure that the claw is weaker than what we would lose for that many dollars or whatever. Um, so yeah, you just got to be able to decide what's, you never get the thing you want you get the thing you can get. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I've gotten lucky. I've probably, I've won more than 10 prizes and to say 10, that sounds like not a lot, but think about like how many clogging machines you've played and, Probably never got anything. Hmm. Never really thought about that. Wow. It's like my whole world <laughs> turned upside down right now. Look up YouTube about like claw machine odds. <laughs> What's because you know it? It's like it's it's a light form of gambling when you think about it. Oh yeah. Because you're playing the odds. Yeah. So now is. It's like you said, every, you know, they adjust the <clears throat> the grip on the claw. So is it every 10 times, is it actually going to be strong enough to hold something or is it always weak? Well, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, it will be strong enough to hold it. But is that the one where you actually got <laughs> right. it onto the thing? Right. So it could be more like one in 50 that you actually are able to grip something. Yeah, man. And there was one time uh, this bumblebee. I got it so close to the edge and it wouldn't fall in. So I finally like reached up (laughs) and got it and dislocated my shoulder as I'm getting it. So I'm like, fuck, but I got it. But you dislocated your shoulder. (laughs) Yeah. So it hurt for a couple of days, but I I still have the bee. I I would say if you did not keep that bee, how long ago was this? maybe three years <laughs> did you think i was a kid i, I assumed maybe early 20s <laughs> Just, no, no no early 30s i like how a grown man in his 30s is dislocating his shoulder in a claw machine i wanted that fucking be i hope someone laughed at you i was with three other friends okay so three people laughed at you yeah. oh man is it a b movie b no it's just a Nothing B. Just a nothing B. That sucks. It, it is not Barry B. Benson, if uh, that's what you were hoping. I don't know enough about the B movie, but I assume that that is the character. I believe that is Jerry Seinfeld's character. I may be wrong. I've never seen it either. Are you serious? But I understand. Yeah, I've never seen it. But I think the B fucks a human woman. <sighs> All right. I got I to gotta look into this real quick. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> Barry B. Benson, yeah, you are correct. Uh, Still got it. Yeah, I, your your brain kind of scares me sometimes. <laughs> me too. Uh, I don't feel like the Wikipedia page is gonna have directly Barry fucked a woman. So, well, Barry, and I'm Vanessa. gonna Google. Does Barry B. Benson fuck a woman? <laughs> you're 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 ending up somewhere not good. Oh, they were married for six weeks. Yeah, human florist named Vanessa. So that woman from the B movie. I didn't fuck Barry B. Benson. <laughs> I don't know what you're looking at, but it is terrible. Oh, it's a it's a joke tweet. Oh, I 
so I didn't realize I'm fascinated with budgets and box offices of movie. The budget on this movie on Bear, on the B movie was 150 million and it only made 287. What year was that? 2007. 2003-ish? 7. 7. Yeah. Huh. It just still seems like a lot of movie and not a lot of profit for how popular this movie is now. By popular I mean very pop meme wise. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's kind of like uh, when Snakes on a Plane finally came out and like all this internet hype about it and then nobody actually saw it. I own so it. So I don't know. Like you own a copy? You've seen I have, it? I have it on DVD. Do you? <laughs> I, uh, I've never seen it. And neither did most of the people that were like doing the online. Uh, I think it was like a $5 stuff. bin. That's the only reason I bought it. I did. I do not believe I paid full price for it. So uh, it probably didn't even like go back to the studio. It went to yeah, I'm fairly sure whatever reseller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Beat says that the bo- the budget on box office Mojo doesn't include marketing, so they probably right. didn't make any money because I think they marketed it pretty hard. <laughs> marketing is a very expensive thing. Aren't you a marketing guy? But- Trailer uh, could cost forty two hundred thousand dollars to make. Wait, if there's a big song in it, add another forty k. Okay, so a trailer could cost. Mm-hmm. F- did you say forty two a hundred or forty two hundred? Forty thousand to a hundred thousand wow. dollars. Wow! Especially if you're including cut downs, like you know, you make your two minute trailer than your 60-second online version, maybe four or five different 30-second TV versions, a couple of 15s. Wow. Yeah, it ain't cheap. That's weird. It's ridiculous. Blows my mind. And yet, if you tell me, uh, oh, we got to make a trailer, we got $12,000 for it, I'm like, fuck no. Huh. You don't think you could do any sort of trailer for $12,000? You could. Um... I mean, you could. I mean, I feel, you... <laughs> I feel like I should learn video editing and start making movie trailers. It's, um, well, I'll put it this way. Uh, the editor, the guy sitting in the seat is probably 600 bucks a day. Wow. The room he's sitting in is probably 600 bucks a day. The producer who's overseeing it might be five to 800 a day. Um, once so, and you got your bandwidth and your, hard drives and whatever it uh, it adds up and rounds of review you know if you're showing it to nine different departments if you're showing it to the director that draws out the number of days you need your editor available color correcting is maybe it could be 300 bucks an hour sound mix wow. and if you license a song get out of here so it's it's like no one little exorbitant thing yeah it's just a lot of medium priced things that add up quickly (laughs) and yeah and you pay for the good people that know how to do trailers because like let's maybe get it right on v3 yeah there was um i don't know if you watch stand-up stuff on netflix at all every once in a while so tom segura has a new one out and i was listening to his podcast and he was talking about how like the makeup person made him look like a clown and they did like 12 12 passings of color correction to try and make him look normal. 
Oh shit. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I fucking couldn't have been cheap for Netflix because every time. No. Yeah. That's why you don't say, oh, we'll fix it in post. Um. Yeah, not with that at least. Not with video. But on the day when you've rented out like a, I don't know, 20,000 person thing. Yeah. The overtime on the guys, because you're not shooting it in the middle of the day. You're shooting it at night after hours when they're probably making OT anyway. Oh, wow. That adds up. And so like every minute, if you're the producer standing there, you're like, just get him out on stage. He looks fine. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Huh. Yeah. I mean, especially with like an animated movie or a Marvel movie, there's like seven minutes of credits with, you know, four or 500 people in them. Mm-hmm. If each of them made a hundred bucks on the whole movie, <laughs> you're at 40 grand. But these people work like 40, 50 days. Yeah. So it's, wow. you know, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. makes 20 million or whatever. But aside from that, like it's just nickel and diming. Huh, that's crazy. Makes sense, though. Yeah. On that note, it does. We should probably wrap this up. That's I a great idea. Have to pee. Um, I believe you are familiar with the Mary Fuck Kill. I think we talked about it last. I am, week. Um, but we only have. I mean, I'm familiar with the concept, and we did it for the Outsider. But uh, it's just which one would you? What are we? Would you marry? Would you fuck? Oh, or would you I, kill the movie? You? I'd fuck it. I enjoyed it, but I don't want to see it again. You don't want to see after it. after tomorrow. And, and um, so this is this is not the first time I've seen this movie, so I don't know. Uh, maybe a repeat fucking because I have enjoyed it in the past. I may in the future. So this the whole thing, the whole reason that this kind of came to mind. Um, a buddy of mine is trying to find movies for his son to watch that are his son is a young teenage boy, and um, <clears throat> we were trying to find <laughs> slasher style movies that were good. Um, not a ton of violence and next to no nudity and strangers one and two are yeah. ones that came up same with silent hill and drag me to hell that we talked about because i think these are all pg-13 yeah. you don't see like any knife penetration or anything nope. really nope and it's I all think, just out of frame that's yep. an interesting point yep. i think that's how they got the pg-13 so that's kind yeah, of yeah. how how the whole idea of doing this came to mind and the, the revisiting um so with that being said like um, I wasn't upset to have to rewatch this movie. I don't know if I'll really run out to do it again because it is kind of like a whole lot of nothing happening and then a little bit of something happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a solid movie though. So, if I run into its sister at a bar, should I fuck it? The, I, I, from I'm what talking I re- about the sequel. Yeah, from what I recall, the second one was better. Um, I think it's more oh, okay. of like an action. It's a more actiony horror movie. Yeah, but I have not seen it in a while, so take what I just said at face value. Um, if you're interested in it and it's yeah. not free, let me know. Because I do. I've have got it. a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, it, with mean, a perfectly legal way of uh, watching it, I'm sure. Yeah, and I didn't say I was going to provide an <laughs> illegal way. I just I own a digital copy that you can have access to. Is where I'm going with this. Um, yeah, I'll fly to Wisconsin and watch it in your house. That works, sure. If that's, just, that's how you want to do it. Flights are cheap right now. You're more than welcome. Um, but yeah, so I know next week we're going to be talking 28 Days Later. Unless... Ooh, nice. 
Yeah, I forgot how relevant that movie is right now. Empty Streets of London, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I really was upset. I thought we were going to be watching the prequel 28 Days with Sandra Bullock, but... <laughs> that is a joke that never gets old, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Every time. Oh, God, it's so good. But yeah. uh, A lot of great... Oh, that guy in yeah. 28 Days Later. Yeah. So uh, Christopher Eccleston, Eccleston is he in it? Uh, Brendan Gleeson, mm-hmm. Eccleston, I think is like the military general guy. And I want to say Naomi Harris of Skyfall is uh, Selena, the woman in it, yep. isn't it? Um, <laughs> Eccleston, yeah, Christopher Eccleston is the um, major Henry West. I don't, nice. I don't know a lot of these people by name, but by face, I did. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to watch 28 months later. 28 weeks later. Sorry. Whatever happened to Have 20, you ever seen it? Yeah. Whatever happened to 28 months later? I think people saw 28 weeks later and were like, yeah, that's enough. I saw it a long time ago and remember liking it, but <laughs> I feel like it got good Like 07, I want to say. Yep. 2007. It it did the alien aliens thing where it was like small movie, very enclosed, make the sequel, big action movie, lots of uh, machine gunnery. So uh, Corey showed up in the chat. Hi, Corey. Hope you're feeling better. Oh, Corey. Uh, he said 28 months later was still being talked about last year. Oh, okay. And I don't never talk about 28 Doctor. months. How long is that? Two years and two two years and a season. Two years and, and a, four months. No. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty eight months. <laughs> Why does any of that matter? <laughs> uh, let's see. Twenty eight months later, release date. Yada yada yada. Oh yeah, it appeared in September of twenty nineteen. They were still talking about it. So who actually knows? It may never happen. I mean, oh, here. 28 months later, why the third movie will probably never happen. So that's... There you go. I'm not going to read all this. Sure, that's a uh, very reliable source you've got there. I closed it. Uh, there was a lot of words and no actual explanation. Yeah, screw that. Yeah, someone needs to give me a, a rundown. But uh, yeah, thank you again for showing up short notice. My pleasure. You you realize you have to say the the line, Corey's line, right? Because he's not here. Oh yes, Corey's line. Um, Just do you know it? We'll we'll see when we get there. But uh, that's gonna do it for another episode of the podcast. Here, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Ah. Stay scary, everybody. Bye.